Hey, welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I have spent the last 12 years trying to find the perfect model of musculoskeletal healthcare. And I think I found it. I think it's combining chiropractic care with excellent rehab skills and then transitioning those patients into an exercise program at a gym where there's great communication between you and the people running the gym. We call that the clinic gym hybrid model. And over the last two years, we've really been trying to perfect it with the goal of having 100 clinic gym hybrid facilities opening up here in the U.S. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I am joined today by the wonderful, amazing, talented, and beautiful Jamie Dubose. Jamie, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Now, uh, I'm recording this for my listeners because Jamie is an expert in membership sites and online tools. And uh, I met Jamie at a, uh, I don't know what you would call it, online marketing event. Would we call it that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I just remember the greatest part of it was me and you and two other guys were standing at a bar at like midnight talking about business. And we all looked at each other like, God, this is awesome. I always wanted to stand at a bar and talk business at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew you were cut from the same jib and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that are like, man, I think about my business all the time and and that's okay. That's awesome. And that's what you should be doing. So the reason I wanted to have you on, let me just give a little backstory to my listeners because they're probably wondering why I have all these folks from the online world on. One of the things I notice is that in a service-based business, having one, two, three, maybe five new clients, new customers in a week would be an awesome week, right? You're like, hey, I'm right on track. In the online world, we see people making five sales an hour, right? Mm -hmm. And so you end up with a bunch of data points. And I know you helped a lot of clients navigate that. And you also realize like, hey, this system works well, and this system doesn't work so well. And I know that you've tested a bunch of softwares with people and, and helped them navigate from the world of overly complicated and you don't actually make money down to the, let's make it simple and actually collect some cash, right? Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to share some experience with our listeners so that they can take some of this information, wrap it back into their service business, and also get inspired to maybe add an online component to their business, a membership site in this crazy ass world because your business might need to close for three weeks tomorrow or something, you know, like we don't even know what the next six months, year and five years will be in business. So now that I've interviewed myself on this podcast, why don't you say a little (laughs) bit about what you do, Jamie? No, I think that was great. I, 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 I love that. Um, yeah. So thank you again, like I said, for having me here. Um, Zimplicity is basically a digital marketing agency that specifically helps service providers share, sell and teach what they love through marketing, membership, and metrics. And I love working with service providers because if there was any group of people that were like, just, you know, their main focus is to help and support, they will figure out the details later and they they just want to get in and get, you know, get going. And I love that, that like scrappiness about service providers, but I also feel like they are probably one of the biggest groups of, of business owners that aren't utilizing all of the online, just like you said, like the online features that are available to them. So it's been really fun to kind of help them 
help others and also help them see the value in building in online components, even if they do have, like you're saying, like a brick and mortar or, you know, a gym or, or whatever the case may be. So, um, especially on the membership part, um, that is something that I think has really in, in the online world kind of been around for a long time. And now to see it kind of trickling into in-person, um, you know, businesses, um, has been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I just want to put a lens on it cause you did a great job right before we hit record. A perfect example of this, what we're talking about for those listening is like Kelly Sturrett starts out as a physical therapist, starts mm-hmm. a CrossFit gym in San Francisco, and then decides, hey, you know what? Let me start sharing some content because maybe more people mm-hmm. than just the people that directly interact with me in San Francisco can use this. Well, we know that that grew and grew and grew. The guy published a book. And now he has a bunch of different membership offerings that are literally viewed all across the world yeah. based on his knowledge as a service provider. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and I love that it all still comes back to the vision, right? I think as service providers, especially... Um, probably the folks listening here, like everybody has that big dream of like reaching, you know, thousands and thousands of people, but they limit themselves and think that they can't do that. Like that they're, they're happy and satisfied with their three to five new customers every month or, or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I love Kelly's example because it, it takes things that he's already doing, right? They're already doing these things and they are, what were we talking about? Transferring them. into an online component with, you know, maybe, you know, some learning curve to like get that set up in the first place, but that, like you said, can reach the masses in a way that not only fulfills that vision, but also uh, fills your bank account as well, which is, which is what we all want, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen the magic of recurring revenue. I've seen it as a gym owner. It's Mm -hmm. hard to explain to somebody that, that has a one-off eat what you kill kind of business on how right. magical it is when you see, you know, I mean, started small. Like I remember the first time our, our monthly recurring revenue was $1,500 mm-hmm. and then it grew to $9,000. I remember $9,000 because it was the cost of our rent, you know, and yeah. then it's like, okay, rent plus utilities. Oh, that's $1,200, $12,000. And we yeah. covered it by the, you know, 21st of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you really start getting excited and going, geez, we're covering expenses on autopilot essentially. I mean, Mm-hmm. I don't want to spread this false narrative about like you said right. it, it, it. That's not it. But that's not you set it and polish it. You don't have to mm-hmm. rebuild it every time like you do with a new customer in the clinic. You know. Yeah. And uh, I just think that it's so magical that when you see it, you're like, oh my god, why doesn't mm-hmm. everybody do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. And I think one of the one of the other reasons that I love the membership component so much too is because it's all based around community and it's all based around like sharing and supporting and building a container online that you can control the inflow of information and then the like the output of like that to your to your members or to your clients as well. So it creates a safe space for you to also, you know, share, sell and teach, like I said, all of the stuff that you've been wanting to do only again at at scale. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't think it's really, you know, I mean, we can kind of go over some examples of like, well, what does that look like for a gym owner to yeah. do that? Um, so maybe kind of like paint the picture of well, yeah, they're talking all this great stuff. Like, what does that actually look like for me? You know, like, I think the, the way that I understand your business works and it's 
Zenplicity. Jamie has a little yes. bit of a southern draw, so you'll, <laughs> yeah. me, you know, say it in Las Vegas English. <laughs> it's Zenplicity. But essentially, you're like the equivalent, like telling somebody, oh, go to the gym and work out. And they're like, I don't know how. But if they just had somebody like, okay, pick up that weight, do it 10 times. We're going to do it three times in a row. And you're like, oh, that's not hard. But it's the creativity of like, how do I, you know, put this together? Yeah. That's kind of like what you do in the membership side about like, none of this is hard, but we'll just provide you enough guidance to get you off the ground and right. also tell you, hey, you know, in the world of gyms, you're not ready for Olympic lifts. Those are like the most technical, difficult, mm -hmm. crazy ones where you can also get really jacked up and hurt. Mm -hmm. And I know that you direct some people like they go, hey, I want to use, I'm going to throw, I want to use Salesforce <laughs> and I'm going to use Pardo as my first membership. And you're like, <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's going for 500 pounds on a barbell snatch on your first day in the gym. And you're like, yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah, let's paint the picture and, and really show this because I think that everybody that's thinking about having a membership, number one, listen to what Jamie says about building community. Cause that all those things that work for membership sites and online are even better in person, right? Cause you get the physical contact. I get to look in your eyes, shake your hand, mm -hmm. support you, high five you after a big deal which we don't get that online. But if it works online, it's going to work in person. And also, I think this idea of adding on that online component future proofs any businesses now that are getting shut yes. down, whether that's forever or just for a few weeks, but you've got to have revenue, dude, or you're going to, ca yeah. you know, small business without cash is, is, it's like oxygen to small business, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where can people start? Let's, let's go with that. Yeah. So I would suggest start by looking at what you're already doing. Like, literally, do you have classes that you're offering? How can you translate those classes into something that you can record in segments maybe or just record like live participation and then mm -hmm. transfer that to a membership like library or vault or something yeah. for people who can't come in? You know, maybe they have kids, maybe they have weird schedules, maybe they work third shift, but they still want to like, you know, work out. Yeah. Um, so look at what you're already doing and try to try, try to find an easy, um, an easy way to translate that into some type of digital uh, component. I think that yeah, I remember like, thing, yeah, sorry, going back to the Kelly Starrett thing. I remember early yeah. on so many of his visits, I mean, his videos were like, Hey, I'm here with Jamie and she's talking about having, you know, right calf pain when she runs. So yes. we're doing an evaluation and he's just filming this like, that was, the yeah, camera shaking, the yeah. person's not, you know, they're not in hair and makeup. The lighting totally. sucks, but they're just like it's recording. Real. Yeah. yeah, that was the that was the other um, example I was going to show too. Is like, show how you're supporting, like just record that. Show how you're supporting somebody. Um, but again, you're they're already in your gym. They're already in the, the place that you are. So just take that as an opportunity. Film that, get their permission, of course, like whatever, you know, usually that's not an issue. Mm -hmm. And then you have a section for like troubleshooting, like pains and, you know, like different, different challenges that might come up there again, when, when you look at the, the people that you can support, right. And kind of give them a solution that they have easier access to regardless of their, you know, situation or in light of, I guess their, their situation with parenting or mm -hmm. like I said, jobs, whatever else. And, and then you've not only created an opportunity for them, but you've also created a, a way to build trust with them. So they not only see that you're telling them what to do, but they see that you're actually supporting somebody like they're watching the interaction between you and the person that you're helping. And that right. goes a really long way.
Yeah. All right. So we start recording. I assemble a bunch of videos. Maybe I, uh, I start storing them. I mean, literally you can start storm for free on YouTube at first, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So once you get, you know, kind of like once you kind of see like what you're doing, how you can translate that into like video, for example, because that's like the easiest, most available um, platform or whatever, then I would suggest looking at kind of creating some buckets for those or categories, so to speak. So maybe we have how-to videos. Uh, we have like trouble troubleshooting is not really the right, like pain management or, you know, like whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And maybe there's like a section for um, like accessories or like tool, like foam rollers, those little like spiky ball things, the little like, right. so maybe you have those three categories and then you can kind of start to fill those buckets with your content. Mm-hmm. And as far as your membership site goes, those are three categories or sections there too. So they have a little place that they live that makes sense, is congruent with what you're already doing. And again, provides a really easy um, access point for your members. Yeah. It's funny because I, I think the same way to start with your membership site is also what I tell people on how to design a warm up for their gym is like, what are the 10 things you tell most of your clients, you know, like, Hey, here's a stretch for your mid back. Here's a stretch for your shoulder. Here's a stretch for your hip. All right. Why are you giving these out? Cause everybody freaking needs them. (laughs) So maybe your membership (laughs) site, like, what are you going to talk about? Well, just talk about those 10 and then talk, break them down into why you give them and then talk about why you started or, or, Hey, we used to give this stretch and we realized it works. And now we give this one and -hmm. people want to know that story and they want to hear that from a trusted advisor. And that's great free content that just like, And you can use that. Yeah. So, so when you're looking at, well, that's great. I, because I'm, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't want to assume too much because, you know, my dad Mm -hmm. always told me what they say about people who assume, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you have, if one of your concerns is, but I don't have an online presence, how can I, how can I ever fill up a membership or like have that as recurring revenue if I'm not already like growing this online presence? And what I would say to that is like, you're again, talking about transference, you're going to use the same content to share on social media through like little Instagram videos or like, that's one thing that I've seen like huge, especially from like the whole quarantine thing. Um, A few different people that I follow on Instagram, they make these like cute little like carousel posts of like 15 second clips of like the daily like workouts or whatever. And it, it's like genius because then people can save them. They can, you know, like actually do them. Like seeing, seeing that type of content is motivating and inspiring, even if it's not like super in depth or super, you know, long and Mm -hmm. drawn out or anything like that. So you can absolutely just translate what you're doing again on like in person to your membership and then start using that, showing people what to do on social media or kind of, you know, like I said, to the masses. And showing them how to do it is what's going to be happening in the membership site. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid that you're like giving away too much or, oh, if I just give this for free, like I promise if I've seen this over and over again, like this is like one thing that like I think is 100% true all of the time. The people who are over delivering are also seeing the most success in their membership. Like if you over deliver on content on the like ungated side, you are going to see better results on the, on the paid side or on the, like on the private gated community side of it. 100%. Yeah. I love it. So 
part of this is, uh, I had a mentor that said, I, I can't teach you to surf while we're, our feet are standing in the sand. Like you got to go out and just start posting. You just got to go out there hit the waves, get jacked up, get thrown down. And then the first time yep. you pop up, it's going to feel awesome. So yep. let's say our people are producing content and then they get to a point. There's two ways to do this. Add it on to their existing membership that they're already offering brick and mortar or start their own. Yeah. Um, you know, an online specific thing that's going to be the future. Like of an online track versus yeah. a, a hybrid. Yeah. Right. Which one would you, which one do you want to talk about? Oh. Let's talk about the online track because you can just add okay. that back into your brick and mortar. Yeah, right? you could totally, you could totally do that. So online track for a gym owner who wants to add a coat, a totally separate revenue stream from yep. their, let's say somebody's like, because here's what uh, some of my clients, they're yeah. like, I got one year left on my lease. It's 1500 square feet. I want to add a gym, but, and I heard this three days ago, but man, I'm nervous yeah. about the market. I don't really want to expand to 3000 square feet and take on that lease. If I don't know what the next, you know, five years are going to be like. And I think that's totally legitimate right now. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they go, Hey, instead of adding 1500 square feet of gym space, I'm going to add an online component to my business. And hopefully that'll mm-hmm. offset, you know, that can bring in some revenues there as well. Yeah. And then I think just add that as a added benefit to anybody who joins brick and mortar would be a very simple way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the concept is, is again, kind of essentially the same, right? You are looking to like, I think that there's a couple of different ways you could approach it. You could approach it as somebody like as a community, like you're building a community membership and maybe people are connecting like location wise with other, like, mm-hmm. you know, a membership for moms who are looking to connect with other moms, to like go work out in the park or like whatever, right. or you're looking to solve a problem or you're looking to give kind of like, um, like I want to say like publisher, like advice, like a monthly rolling like topic or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So I would kind of like decide what you like, what you're most comfortable with in terms of the underlying like current of how things are going to flow. And now, let me, yeah. let me ask you here because I know you've seen thousands of businesses and you've helped hundreds, if not thousands. And, uh, and you and I have been in some membership. I don't know what you want to call them. Membership group courses yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. What's the most, so somebody's listening going, well, nobody wants to hear about my method for uh, fitness for, pregnant moms who want to run during their pregnancy, right? Like oh, niche, 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 right? Or I'm talking to, uh, you know, golfers over the age of 80 who still want to uh, increase their driving distance. Like I'm yeah. trying to niche this out as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. But what's the craziest, just to give some people some confidence, what's the craziest niche you've ever seen? Oh, man. Or, or a client that niched down and saw a lot of... of, of yeah. Uh, Cause I was amazed. I'll tell you what, I, yeah. I, in this in membership thing we did, there was a lady and she was like, I do block lettering. It's like an arts and crafts thing, block lettering. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't remember her number. She's like, I, you know, I have 1600 members at $47 a month and I'm going, there's 1600 people out there that yeah. want to learn about block lettering. I had no idea what it was when she talked about it. And they were like, yeah, it's great. I make t-shirts and this and that for the grandkids. And I'm like, oh my God, like there's 1600 people just in her. A month. 
Yeah. yeah. So a couple of the crazy niches that I've heard of are a lot, a lot of crafts. Like I feel like if my grandma, n- not my grandma doesn't have a membership, but she could. Okay. Like if With my grandma could have, right. And I'm actually like trying to convince my mom about this too. If my grandma can have a membership on like a quilt of the month and figure out how to like monetize that to a whole bunch of people that are like, again, in like a, in, in a demographic that you wouldn't think would be like online tech savvy or like find the excuse, not that I'm trying to, you know, like put anybody in a corner or whatever, but the, the crafts have huge, really specific niches quilting. I've seen dog training online, like something that again, you would think could only be in person that there's a membership specifically in the UK that has like thousands of, of people who are learning how to train their dog virtually without any like buddy coming to their house or, you know, going to Petco or whatever. Um, I've seen a lot of real estate also, which again is something that you feel like in person would not really translate to a membership online component. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. And I think that's all in our heads. Like, oh, like I, I didn't think that I could have, me personally, I never thought that I could have a membership component. I'm just like a do as I say, not that I'm a do as I say, don't do whatever it is, like do as I say, not as I do. But I thought that that was something that could not be available to me personally. And I was way wrong. You know, like, I think that it's a mindset thing that, Mm -hmm. that we have to get over. And the same thing is true, you know, for any limiting belief or any, any type of yeah. Um, ego talk going on in your head. So um, what we're I, saying is everybody you're not exempt. can definitely build a membership around yes. anything you teach your patients because there are I believe be it. thousands of people that want to learn that. Whether I that's it. refining running when you're pregnant or um, overhead lifting or back pain in people who work at loading docks, you know, like yeah, all of yeah. those. Will- I think every single market, every single business has an opportunity to to grow their business through online membership and community, 100%. Perfect. So we're on the same page there. So now if we get into the mechanics of how to build, uh, how to build a membership offering that might be separate of our Mm -hmm. actual brick and mortar. So we got some content. We're putting out some free content, which I think is Mm -hmm. the start of this, right? Mm -hmm. You got to start getting used to hitting that record button on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) As uncomfortable as it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So they start doing it. And then what do you think some of the kind of broad strokes are of getting to the point where you can actually have a business? Yeah. Um, I think, again, kind of going back to Stu McLaren for somebody that we've mm-hmm. both learned from, I think you just have to start and do it. You have to put something out there, put a small offer out there to gauge interest and to like test your market. Um, that And that part of it is simply like, hey, I'm thinking about creating this community for pregnant moms. Do you know any pregnant moms that I could talk to? Do you know, mm-hmm. like, any pregnant mom athletes that yeah. I might... Have you think, made anybody pregnant? Have you, you know what yeah, I mean? have like, you made anybody? Ask? Yeah, like, <laughs> and again, look at how it's all starting with conversation and connection. Mm-hmm. Again, like, that is literally the common thread that you will see throughout the entire process. Okay. And then from there, like, sharing your idea with them and being like, you know, would you, like... I'm, I'm thinking about selling this as a membership. Is this something that you'd be interested in? Mm-hmm. And almost always, I feel like, especially if you're, if you're cognizant of price point, which it's okay to start super low again, like we're not looking at this to like be an overnight like thing. It's a long game, but mm-hmm. 
when you factor in your price point and your interest and, and your desire to continue to do it, I think that's like a perfect blend for success. And if you have one person that will say yes to that, I promise you that there are more. So all you need to get is your first yes to show you that this is, you know, this is something that, Mm. that you could like put more energy, time and effort into. All right. So if they, if they, you know, start putting that out on Facebook and they get some or Instagram Mm -hmm. or whatever, and they get people, Hey man, I'm, you know, um, my, my girlfriend's pregnant and I want her to be, you know, be able to run away from my wife because she's pissed. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. But in, they go, hey, my girl, my sister's pregnant, my girlfriend's mm-hmm. pregnant, my wife's pregnant, whoever. Um, and I know that they're into this and you start getting that positive response. Yeah. Let's talk about actual like tools because I'm an implementer and I'm like, yeah. what are the tools? What should you start doing then? Because what I'm okay. hearing is we need a CRM. We need to start capturing information so that we can regularly communicate with these people, not just leave it up to Instagram or Facebook by chance. Yes. So I, in my um, Foundations for Marketing Mastery, have an entire section built on like the tech essentials. And I think that the tech essentials are, number one, to have a way for people to pay you, to give you money. So whether that's PayPal or Stripe or whatever. Which is kind I of mean, like, the difference between a hobby and a business is get paid. Right, exactly. You have to have a way for people to give you money and you have to have a way to organize or collect those email addresses, right? So that's where the CRM comes into play. And then you also need to have Google Analytics set up on your website so that you can start collecting data and that's probably a whole other conversation that we Man. that we can talk about. Man, all right. All right, so this <laughs> yeah, this might sound intimidating. Things. This might sound yeah. intimidating, right? But we but can break it down. Let's break it down. Uh, what was that show uh, for the little kids where it had the Muno and the, oh man, it was a show we used to watch for my, with my kids and the one yeah. guy would always say, let's break it down. Oh, oh, DJ, the yeah. DJ. What was the name of that show? Oh man. Oh, remember. that's going to bother me now. I can yeah. see, I can almost like sing the songs in my head. This know, is so scary. funny. Anyways, it'll come to uh, us. It'll come to us. There's the one, uh, there's a party in my tummy. Yes. So, so yummy. yummy. So, so yummy. yummy. <laughs> Anyways. All right. A couple parents and people listening are probably, yeah. like, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with these people? All right. So going back. Our viewer, our listenership just like, exactly. Know, take a plummet Stick there. with us. We will come out of this. <laughs> so CRM, I talk about this all the time. I'm, I'm working on a derivative of a CRM for my people because I see how powerful they are. And I didn't know that until I kind of got into wanting to sell online stuff. But, you know, in, in the world of service-based businesses, there's like, so take a chiropractor, we have our EMR, electronic medical record. You go to like Meineke to get your breaks done. They yeah. have the, you know, mechanic mechanic 4,000 yep. or whatever, right? Point of sale what, system. Yada, yeah. Yada. What yep. I didn't realize is that is only for the internal fulfillment side of things. And there's a whole lead capture, mm. lead nurture, and only when they convert to a customer do they go in there. So mm. I just want people to realize your EMR, when you are fulfilling, kind of acts like a CRM. It maintains mm-hmm. the relationship. You take notes on the person. You know the dates they did stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not a great CRM before and it's not a great CRM after. So what you want to do is have it before. So Jamie, can you, uh, since you've helped tons of companies, 
somebody wants to start super simple and maybe they're a little, mm-hmm. look, we're service providers. We're not, if, yeah. if we knew tech, we would have gone into programming, but we know people, <laughs> we know relationships, so we can handle that. Yeah. What advice do you have? Number yeah. one, can you name some of these so people kind of know what we're talking about if they maybe have some across them? Totally. And like I said, it's so funny. This is like so coincidental because like I said, this is exactly what I cover in that tech essentials section focused specifically on CRMs. If you are just getting started online with an online kind of derivative of your business or or whatever, my top three email marketing platforms are ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, and Infusionsoft. And you know, as far as like really high level stuff, they are, they all kind of sort of do the same thing, but they also have very different functionalities when it comes to kind of growing and scaling and, and it's totally fine to jump from, you know, one, two, and like to build up into the big Mac daddy systems like Infusionsoft. But I think the point is there, there is a solution if you are not like super tech savvy, or if you're kind of like just dipping your toe in, I mean, active campaign, for example, starts at like $9 a month or something. So very low cost, very low barrier to entry, but that will give you that level of marketing automation that you need to start putting some of these practices into place when it comes to lead capture, sending people to your website to say, Hey, I've got this, you know, great webinar coming up on, something great in the gym industry <laughs> running for what I think the running for pregnant, yeah, women, running for pregnant women, the top three things that you need to know before, you know, you start running while you're pregnant or whatever. Right. The top three and fears women have about running during pregnancy. Yes. Yes, exactly. So somebody's like, Oh yeah, like I'm pregnant and I want to run cause I want to keep up my, you know, distance or whatever, but I'm huh. also pregnant. I don't, let me enter my email address in here to get information about that webinar so that I can tune in and see what this person has right. to say. And so m- probably, I would guess, close to 100% of listeners have done this at some point, opted in for something. Yeah. And so what these systems do is early on when the person's like, look, I don't want to buy from you yet, but I just, okay, I do want some information yep. or I just found out I'm pregnant. So it's not a big deal what, you know, in early in my first trimester, but all right, I'll see what you have to do. And then you send some email follow-ups. Let's yeah. say you have a series of seven that go out over 10 days or something. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's just talking about, here's the common risk. Here's some thoughts about shoes. Um, you know, uh, here's some things to talk to your doctor about. I'm just making these yeah. up as I go. You're, again, you're creating a connection. You're building a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody that you have mm-hmm. never met in person, but that trusted you enough to give you their personal information Mm-hmm. in response to, you know, you saying, right. Hey, I can, I, I might be able to help you. And this is all part of building that customer value journey, which, you know, if you stick around online marketing long enough, you will definitely hear at some point, mm-hmm. it's the process of taking someone on a journey from just like hearing your name or hearing your business to buying what it is that you're selling mm-hmm to becoming a raving fan and like bringing others into the fold to like share that awesomeness. Mm -hmm. So again, right from the very beginning, if we go back to the whole thing we were talking about, about community connection relationships, this is a great way to, um, yeah, to, to, to start that right, right Mm -hmm. from the get go. So they, they get, so before they opt in, we call that cold traffic, right? It's ice cold. There's no relationship. They opt in. 
this is a little bit warmed up. So they call it warm traffic. Mm-hmm. It's not guaranteed that everybody will buy. And in fact, most people will not. And that's okay. Yeah. But now you just want to do things like, um, you know, invite them over for dinner and drinks, yeah. which in this case would be like, show up to my webinar. We'll talk for yeah. an hour. I'll tell you what I'm all about. If you like it, great. If not, you don't ever have to come back, but you know yeah. that I'm here to offer this stuff. So you offer that webinar. Low risk. Yep. Yeah. And you say, hey, we have this sweet offer. And maybe invite them into your community. We have a Facebook page or mm-hmm. we have, you know, top 10 questions. Follow us on social media for, Perfect. you know, yeah. great um, inspiration and tips on Yeah. Success you know, stories of other women who yeah. ran up until their third trimester, you know, yeah. through their third trimester. Wonderful. So, so we, uh, we do that. And then you want to convert those people somehow into paying customers, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Which is why you need to establish on the front end, Jamie said, a way to take money. Yes. Jamie, no BS. How many times have your customers had everything in place and it's awesome and they're great, except they had no way to accept money? Oh, man. So honestly, for me, it hasn't happened very often. But what I have noticed is that it has not been connected properly. It hasn't mm. been in the right, you know, integration or in the yeah. right place. And what can happen in that situation is somebody gets to your website or they're like, they're, they're, they're coming off from the webinar, right? They're like super jazzed. You've told them about your community, your membership that's going to help them through their trimesters and all of that. They get to your sales page. They get to the order form. They're filling out their details and it like breaks or it like doesn't process their, their credit card. There's a really, really good chance that they will not come back to your, to to your, to your sales page ever again. So having that in place and having it set up properly is so, so, so important because like it's your big moment. <laughs> it's your big moment to collect that revenue. And, and that's the start of a relationship. I mean, yeah, exactly. pays, it's a psychological trigger. Absolutely. How many, Absolutely. So maybe they haven't, they have some way, but how many of those have you seen not connected or you go to test it and it breaks? Like, yeah, like it's, it's, half the time? A, it's a thing. Yeah. I would say, I would say half the time, you know, okay. like there, there might be a little, yep. uh, an issue that we need to fix through proper testing and, you know, and, and making sure yeah. that our bases are. And again, covered. you guide people through this and cause there yeah. are easy ways to take money, right? Like now, totally. Stripe, Stripe PayPal, PayPal. Square, especially for the in-person, you know, like in-person stuff. Uh, whoever designed um, the Square Reader that used to plug into iPhones, I want to hire that person. Just walk through my house, like, can you simplify everything? Because this I was know. the best, the simplest way to take money I've ever seen in my life. I know they'll even. I've even had them sent to me free in the mail. Just yeah. like, hey, I thought you would appreciate this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's great. Are you looking to get into the tennis crowd locally? then I would highly recommend you check out RacketFit.com. Now, RacketFit is designed by the same crew that brought us TPI, Tidal's Performance Institute, but it's designed around the game of tennis. Now, if you know anything about tennis, you know that it is a fantastic pool of patience because typically tennis players can pay cash and they can come in for performance care. It's everything that you want in a patient. They show up to appointments, they're easy to deal with, and they've got money. So highly recommend you check out RacketFit.com so that you can serve those tennis players better. It's all about the assessment of uh, tennis and the moves that the players have to make, and I can't recommend it enough. So check out RacketFit.com. So they have a way to cake money and they have a way to capture leads, follow up with them, 
And then how do we move that to a true membership? So we're not just asking for, hey, buy this and buy that and buy this and buy that. Like, yeah. People get fatigued out of that. And also, we can't be predictable about our business and we want to get to a recurring revenue model. Yeah. Um, I think this is where trials can come into play really well, especially um, in this type of, you know, business uh-huh. scenario. Okay. Um, I think, you know, seeing there's kind of a mixed bag review on like free trials versus like dollar trials or, or whatever. But I love, I love getting people to share like the mystery and like awesomeness behind their membership with somebody for a limited time for free, because I think it again is a great way to really solidify the the relationship and kind of show them. I know a lot of people like, you know, we're skeptics, right? We kind of want to see what we're paying for, see what we're getting. And that not only is a great way to like overcome that objection that people have to, to registering or to signing up, but it also gives you an opportunity as the service provider to like roll out the red carpet and make it an incredible experience for them. And experience and engagement are two of the most important things that you're going to want to make sure is baked into your membership journey or process to keep people paying you every month, right? So you cannot, like, if you think this is an opportunity where you're going to collect people's money and then they're going to be in there for in your membership and and you're never going to see them again or never going to have to interact with them, like, this is not the business model for you. So if you are, again, leading from service, over-delivering, creating an experience, finding ways to, like, build community and connection in your membership, then you'll, then you'll be great. And I think it's, again, looking at giving people a taste of, it's like, you know, with free, especially gym members all the time, they're like, oh, y'all run promos all the time for, for similar things, right? That's a really familiar mm-hmm. um, process for you. So you're just translating that again into an online version of that. And, I mean, and usually it works really yeah, well. Get, get, even getting out of the gym space, like, if Netflix gave you, if you never used Netflix before and they give you, hey, $1 trial for a week, you're going to sit yeah. down. The, the thing yeah. you want to do is make sure you get into Netflix and watch because once you do, you're going to be like, oh my God, I wanted to see it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one in years. Oh, totally. Fuller House, what's this? You know, I watched it as a kid, <laughs> like Full House as a kid. And then the seventh day, it goes, hey, do you, you want to keep going? You know, $14.99 yeah. a month. You're like, yes, here, take all my money. I, I just want to watch my, my shows. Like, yeah. That's the best thing they can do. And I, and, mm-hmm. and I think it holds true if it's the gym. Heck, man, walk people through. Give them a tour of the place. Tell them all about why you have certain equipment, why you don't have mm-hmm. certain equipment, what you believe in. Introduce them to your three top members. Introduce them to somebody that started five minutes ago. So, like, you're not the only new person. Here's our bathrooms. Oh, if you ever need great. toilet paper. You know, like, dumb stuff. Yeah. But it's just getting it's people in so there. It's so helpful. It's not dumb to them. Yeah. I think that's another like kind of like mantra we have to tell ourselves is like, it, if this is simple for us, it's not simple for everyone. Right. Like it's not about you and how you perceive what it is that you're providing. It's how people that you can help are perceiving what it is that you're offering. Yeah. Totally. And so once again, cause I hope people are like getting excited about the share, share where they can get that, uh, this information, because I think if I, if I were listening to this right now, I'd now be at the point like, all right, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to pursue it, but I do want some guidance. Yeah. 
Totally. So I think the best place to find information, especially that, I think the laying the foundation for marketing mastery, it's a free course that I have. Um, You can really get some, again, some foundational elements in place here so that you can see what's possible for you. And you can find that at zenplicitynow.com forward slash clinic gym. Zenplicitynow.com forward slash clinic gym. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't want to stop here because now we're excited. Yeah, so we, let's go. we have our way to <laughs> get people in. And by the way, one reason, I just want to explain this because it didn't occur to me at first. One of the reasons you do like a $1 trial or seven day trial or something that costs money is because you collect credit card information and then you don't have to chase that person when they upgrade to a membership. You don't have to chase yes. them for credit card information. You take what you already know and then you're just looking for their authorization to now instead of bill it for $1, can I bill it for $39.95 or mm-hmm. $98 or whatever Lowers you think? Lowers the that, barrier to entry for them right. to say yes again. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that is a big one because, you know, we don't want to bother them, right? We don't want to interrupt their flow or their experience. Right. We're just like pop it in and like communicating like, hey, your free trial is almost or, you know, your dollar trial is oh. almost up. I would love to like have uninterrupted service for you. Like, can we charge your card for, you know, X amount? I mean, think about like if anybody, you know, if you have Amazon Prime and you rent a movie and they're like, are you sure you want to rent? Yes. It's literally two clicks of the, it is of the button that my kids also know, like (laughs) enter your credit card information here while you're like sitting there with your loved one, you already got got the popcorn made, you got your drink and you're like, I don't, I'm too drunk to even enter in. (laughs) God dang it. You know, but in all seriousness, so you want to think it and this is one thing I know Jamie's really good at is you won't know that you're going to run into that friction mm-hmm. if this is your first time doing it, right? Totally. And so having somebody to guide you through like, I know you don't see this, but three steps from now, they're going to have to enter their credit card information. Let's make it mm-hmm. as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. So, so as they start rolling, they got some revenue, some recurring revenue coming in and it's going to start out as literally one transaction and yeah. then it's going to be two and then it's going to be two a day and then it's going to be, you know, and it gets exciting. Can you maybe share some stories or some success cases you've had? Because I'm, I'm, I know that there are some people going, I'm, you know, like I would be, I'm doing it. I'm a quick start. Like, let's, I'll do it this weekend. It's all set. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some people going, oh man, that sounds like a lot of front end work. And uh-huh. I have got kids and I've got this clinic and everything. And how quickly, I would love to hear some case, some success cases you have of how quickly it gets to a point where let's make the minimum that you can make a car payment, right? So we're making 500 bucks a month, a thousand bucks a month, 4,000 mm-hmm. bucks. Like we'll go car payment, car gas and insurance mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on where you live for that mortgage. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's in Southern California. I was just listening to a guy that was saying, imagine if they did that show million dollar listing, like in Santa Monica, it'd be like, yeah. here's a one bedroom with a... <laughs> That has like a, a shack, wall unit right? air conditioner. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And then go to your hometown and it's like, I always love when. Yeah. You can buy a whole acreage. <laughs> right. Yeah. With a boat dock and a lake and we'll throw in the boat too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So like minimum viable as far as time goes. Um, I there, you know, again, I think this is coming back to like, there's so many options now for kind of like prefab, if you will, solutions for this kind of stuff. Um, 
I don't, so a lot of my clients are, you know, kind of more established and they're like, we're in kind of the WordPress, like customization for, for membership sites. But that's not to say that there's some awesome solutions for um, membership components like Kajabi, Teachable, Thinkific. And it all boils down to a way to like a place to put your stuff, your videos so that people can access them. And, and again, I think that probably for like kind of all in one solutions here, Kajabi would be a really good, um, a really good platform to consider because it is kind of all inclusive. You can build your web page in there for your sales page. You can connect it to your Stripe account for, you know, collecting payment, which we've already, you know, kind of gone over. Um, and as far as time goes, you know, I've seen things, we've literally built membership sites like on, you know, similar platforms for people in as little as like a week. So from idea and conception to like actually taking money and seeing, seeing new, um, new charges roll in, Mm -hmm. it's really not, it's really not that impossible, I think is. Right. I'm going to use the analogy again. It's like, if you, if you want to get in shape, Jamie walks into a gym. She's like, I don't know anything about this. There's equipment here. You know, I'm a member, but what do I do? Yeah. Just having a trainer walk you through some basics, you get ahead so much faster, you get such a better workout. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Jamie and her crew do in the world of membership sites for service providers. Like I'm, I'm just going to show you some things. Right. I can do it for you. Just like you can do one-on-ones at the gym or you can do a group class or you can, you know, just kind of show up Mm -hmm. and we'll write you a a little thing on this paper. Like there Mm -hmm. are multiple options here, but, um, because the thing I ran into when I first started putting mine together is integration. You don't, you can go down so many rabbit holes, right? There's so many tunnels, so many things to like, to get stuck in and try to like figure out Mm -hmm. if you have somebody telling you like, Hey, because this is your vision and this is your idea. Here's what I would recommend for you. That's exactly what my, um, like my membership site VIP day intensives do. So we're like, Hey, let's sit down. Let's like dedicate a day to this, figure this out, have, you know, some really concrete plans in place. And then you can go find, like, I'll give you a roadmap for what you're looking for in terms of what will fit your budget and your time and, and all of that stuff. I'll tell you the thing that stuck me. And I can remember spending almost four straight hours on this. When you want to, uh, I have thrive themes and I have Infusionsoft, right? Mm -hmm. And when you want to do an opt-in form and you want to use HTML, you have to publish your campaign in Infusionsoft before, before you, can take you actually <laughs> put it in Thrive Things. Right. Now, right. If you know what I'm talking about. That seems like such a step, but the when you see it and you're like, oh, I need to put this in before I publish it. I wouldn't want to publish this campaign beforehand. It's like this ridiculous, like, uh, you know, A before, it, it feels like it's Z before B. But, yeah. Uh, man, that yeah. drove me nuts for a while. And I, so what I do, I went on the Infusionsoft community and I said, hey, how do I do this? And as soon as somebody told me, it was like, oh my God, this is ridiculously simple. I mean, ridiculously simple, you know? I actually just helped a a lady that um, was in one of the communities that I'm in, the Access Ally, like public community. And she was like really upset. She had gone on and on with support for like days and days trying to like do this thing herself. Mm -hmm. Like I think she she was like setting up an affiliate like program in, in Access Ally. And I was like, you know what? Hey, like I will, I am free today. I don't have any calls. Like I'd be happy to like jump on zoom with you and, and help you figure this out. And she was like, so and we just did it. Like we just sat there, but it was my external pair of eyes that had to find the one 
simple, tiny thing. It was literally Mm -hmm. the difference of one tag versus another. Mm -hmm. That was the problem. But she couldn't see that because she didn't know, right? So she doesn't know what she doesn't know. But it was so tremendously helpful for her to have that expert guidance to be able to see the, see the gaps. And, and now she's like rolling. She's, you know, she's all good to go. And I mean, I think people listening here, we've all been trained in radiology and Jamie, if I rolled up to you with a set of lumbar x-rays, I'm like, what's wrong? You're going to be like, yeah. I have no idea. I don't even know how to put these things up correctly. Right? <laughs> like all these. Yeah, I'm holding them upside down. I don't know. And yet everyone on this call can be like, if, if you roll up to us and go, hey, I got some x-rays taken in my back. Can you take a quick look? Like most of us will just literally, you know, I can think in my backyard, holding up to the sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Eh, it looks pretty. Yeah, you're fine. Like we can do that. And that's right. what you do with the world of, you know, all this uh, yeah. connectable stuff. So the last thing you talked about, can I stick, can I grab you for five more minutes? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm okay. going to go. Uh, you talked about wait a minute and get payment, Square, Stripe, PayPal, whatever. Mm-hmm. You talked about a way to collect leads, which is like you said, active campaign in order would be like active campaign, convert kit, and then Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft. Yep. Um, by the way, if you're listening to this and you've opted in for anything of mine, the way I track everybody is Infusionsoft, and you know, it's I, my favorite. That's how, I get orders yeah. <laughs> that's how we met. Actually, was an Infusionsoft. Yeah. Conference. Yep. Um, yep. And then finally, you said you got to collect data. Yeah. Now, here I am going, I've got ways to get paid. I've got Infusionsoft. I'm not actually collecting data, (laughs) right? (laughs) Why, number one, why do you think that's so strong and so important? Like, why is that in your top three? Yeah, it's in my top three. Because you didn't say pay CRM and Facebook ads. You didn't say, like, you said data long before those things. Yeah, um, it is probably one of the most underutilized corners of business that I see time and time again. I mean, I will have worked with like, you know, six and seven figure business owners that are not tracking Google Analytics or any type of data. And I'm just like, why? First of all, it's free. Google Analytics is totally free. And second of all, it tells you a story about people coming to your website, how they're interacting and about them specifically at, you know, through demographics and everything that you can't get anywhere else. And a lot of what I teach and what I share with people all comes down to behavior based segmentation and watching people's actions or inactions in various parts of the funnel. Right. So if you, there's my reminder to drink some water. Um, (laughs) if you don't have, if you don't have a way to collect that information, then you are missing out on information that would help you make better decisions, more informed decisions about what to do, what not to do for your next, um, for your next right step. All right. So this is for those service providers. I worry that hearing like we got to track Google data is like when they sit across the desk from their accountant and he's in a shirt and a brown tie going, well, we got to know what your money's doing so we can really think about the future, yeah. right? And it's like, yeah. boring. So right. can you share oh, a story totally maybe of, of a time when you looked at the data and we're like, holy crap, we could double this thing, but what we're doing right now is hindering our growth. Yeah, so first of all, I think that data can help you in a few, like like to kind of like break down the the hierarchy of why I think it's so important. 
first of all, like I said, it can tell you who is coming to like, how many eyeballs do you have on your page? Right. Cause we can think like we have the best website in the world and everybody knows about it and we're sharing it on social media and like all that stuff. But we don't really know literally how many people are actually like seeing it being, being aware that it even exists. It can also tell us how many people are actually making like taking action, right? Making a sale. So if my sales page, for example, has, you know, a whole bunch of eyeballs on it, but the thank you page that they see after the sale is the numbers are really low on there. Then I know that there's a problem with my copy or there's a problem with my call to action, et cetera. And Meaning, all of this, a lot of yeah. people are saying, I almost want to buy. They're looking at a page and they're going, they're not the and thank you page is not. after they actually pay just right after they actually pay. So you know that they're not getting to that step in the sales right. conversion process. This would be like, you have 14 shirts over your arm. You walk up to the, you know, Nordstrom counter. And then you're like, you know what? Put these back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when that translates into like kind of the sales funnel side or like the email marketing side, because of the numbers that we can see literally without doing anything crazy. Again, I have a a walkthrough breakdown, like very high level Google analytics training in that foundations course I was telling you about. Um, When we are able to take those numbers and we're able to take our gut feelings, we're able to like make better business decisions, not just based on how we feel, but like the story that we're seeing from the numbers as well. And we've seen this play out for, um, for launches for clients where, um, you know, we have our plan of, you know, what we're going to do. We're going to have a webinar. We're going to have a video series, like whatever components of our launch are, are happening. And then we see, oh, we had, you know, 500 people register for this webinar, but only like 150 attended. Most of the time, nobody would even talk to those non-attendees ever again. But because we are tracking that segmentation based on numbers, based on behavior, then we're able to say, hey, person, I really hate that you weren't able to join us for this webinar. We talked about some really great topics. Here's a replay link in case you want to like check it out or in case you find time. So it literally like expands your chances for conversions because you're not just paying attention to the people who you think you should be paying attention to the people who registered, the people who attended, and then, you know, looked at your sales page. You're not ignoring that probably much larger pool of people that need some extra attention, that need some extra engagement and, um, you know, focus before they're able to actually convert. And if we didn't track data, we would have no idea what those numbers looked like. And we wouldn't be able to build a contingency plan to say, hey, if I see this happening, then I know I'm going to take this action to like help kind of turn the, turn, turn the dial. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, because I think we make these assumptions, like if we're going after our women, you know, pregnant women who are runners, it's like, oh, let's, maybe we, uh, you know, we track everybody that likes a certain OBGYN, OBGYN group. And we assume, oh, well, that means they're probably pregnant. Well, if we realize that that, we don't realize from liking that, that, that four of the ones we chose were really for postmenopausal women who are dealing with hot flashes. Yeah. Think, well, that's not at all who we want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, it helps. Yeah. The, the yeah. one I, the story I remember that sticks out in my mind is, um, you know, the guys at Wicked Reports, right? And they mm-hmm. just, they just look at data all day long, right? I yeah. mean, I'm sure it's, it's data and, and they're just, you know, like it's just they're a big it. party around data. 
dark room, staring at computer screens. They haven't shaved. They're, you know, 14 Mountain Dews <laughs> into the day. Uh, I might be stereotyping there, but I remember they were helping a client that sold um, frozen lobster, like would send out lobster tails, right? And the story I remember, if I remember right, they're like, who should we target on Facebook? And they're like, well, lobster is a high-end thing. And, you know, we should definitely sell it to people that are like into cooking shows and this and that. And, and so they started targeting those people on Facebook and they saw a little bit of an increase in sales. And then they're like, huh, that's interesting. It didn't really help as much as we thought. So then they targeted people who by behavior, so they went to people who already bought Omaha steaks. I've already bought a frozen product online mm-hmm. that I could buy at the grocery store. So it's very similar to lobster. Yep. And they saw like a 50% increase in sales. And they're like, oh, that's, that's worth it, right? Yeah. And then he said, the other thing they learned from data is, what day of the week do you think, if you're going to order frozen lobster, what day of the week do you think people would order? Now, my mind goes, I would think I would order Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I was going to say. Basically to prep for a fancy weekend dinner. Weekend dinner, yeah. But what they learned is most of their orders, but it was like 60% of their orders came in on Tuesday. Interesting. So the kind of people that buy frozen lobster are kind of planners. Like, yeah. like hey, this is a big deal. And they know, hey, it's going to take three days to the ship shipping. from Maine or The shipping, yeah. So if you're going to run ads, you should run them on Monday, not on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. It was all data. And those two big things allowed that company to double in one year. They said, those mm-hmm. are the two decisions we made based on data. And I was just like, man, that's crazy. Like, I wonder, going back to our, our female, you know, pregnant women who want to run, yeah. is that women who are already pregnant or thinking about pregnancy? Like, yeah. or they just found out they're pregnant? Like, where are you getting them in that, in that cycle? And I wonder what you would learn from that if you did run data. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that is so interesting. And that's where I think it comes back to really knowing, like, knowing your ideal client, right? And then, like, figuring out where they're showing up. Just like you said, like, how can we, how can we reach like our experiment with different locations or like time Mm -hmm. periods, so Mm -hmm. to speak, to see where we're going to get the most traction and then put our efforts there. So maybe it's, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like, like nutrition, like, I don't know, do some people like really want to get their health on track, right? Before they actually get pregnant, especially Mm -hmm. people who are already like, athletic and like into, into that kind of stuff. So maybe, maybe that would be a a collaboration opportunity for you and other gyms, right? So this is not necessarily just competing against like each other. There are ways that you can use the people that are in your space now to kind of put feelers out and see, um, you know, see where the opportunities are. Or maybe it's like you said, people who are already like OBGYN clinics and, yeah. and whatnot. I mean, there's so many, there's so many cool things that you can like infer from looking, like taking time to really research and, and dive into it. And you don't have to be like a super nerd to do it. You know, it's just a matter of knowing that this exists and literally Google analytics will tell you like, here's all the people that are coming to your website. These are like the things that they're interested in, or maybe things that they kind of search for. Like this isn't stuff that you're having to like mine for to really see. It's literally right there. You just have to like open up the tab on your, on your browser, you know? So, and well, it's funny I guess I got work because to do because so... I don't have this, I don't have any Google <laughs> analytics running at all. Oh my gosh, Josh, don't tell me that. It'll break my heart. <laughs> Well, I guess good I need, thing you I, know someone, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here I am living in a world with no data. 
I mean, it's no data. You know, We're going to back up your gut feelings with, with yeah. some hard numbers. So <laughs> have you ever, has anybody, any of your clients, this is what I always hear from data people. Have you ever been right the first time when you look at oh. data? <laughs> so I think, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I'm also like one of those business owners that like is very like intuitively, like I, I also make decisions from my, from my gut instinct and, and everything. And I love You're Southerner for God's sakes. Like I know, like it overwhelms you. I know, but it's really, really fun when you can be like, when you can hear a client say like, Oh, I don't think that's going to work or that's not, you know, and then you are able to show them like, well, actually these, these are our numbers. This is our like post-launch, you know, review and, and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, kind of eaten eaten crow a little bit for, for saying that. You know, it's funny that, I mean, not to like totally throw them under the bus or anything, but like our friend Greg, like we actually did a webinar for the Monkey Pod membership where he has a successful membership. He is, you know, doing, doing all the great things. Super smart guy. And he did not have, he had Google Analytics set up, but he had never looked at it. So we did like a whole webinar together of me like deconstructing his Google Analytics for him. And he was amazed at what, you know, at what we were able to, to find and, and figure out for him. So nice. it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, give everybody the website one more time so they can, uh, we can change some business models here, add in an online component. And get some membership revenue that may be independent of any governor mandated actions. <laughs> yes. Whatever the future holds, this will be if online really businesses good. start getting shut down for quarantine, then we're really screwed as a country. Then we have an issue that yeah. needs to be addressed. Yes. Yes. So in my like most non southern voice, <laughs> zenclicitynow.com forward slash clinic gym. All right. Fantastic. And uh, they will be able to go there and find that foundations course to kind of guide them through the building blocks. Yes, totally free, totally free. Mm -hmm. So I think that'll be really helpful. And if you have any questions along the way, you can find me all over the social medias. Um, Instagram is at Jamie DeBose. I have a Facebook page that you can check out forward slash simplicity there. So, or just ask Josh, he'll connect us. Yep, I can connect you on Messenger or something. And for somebody that's like, listen, I don't want to do any of the work I want to get this thing built. I want to get it off the ground right now. Maybe they got some PPP money or they got a loan from the government. Yeah. They, want to, they want to get this up and going. You also yes. have those, we will do the work for you services, right? Absolutely. We love working with clients with customized, you know, membership site specific mm-hmm. projects that we say are A to Zen done for them. So we can make that happen as well. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for the time today. And on behalf of uh, the lovely Jamie Dubose, uh, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information, just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. That's clinicgymhybrid.com and check us out there.